0: You're about to listen to the audio-only version of my hit series, Debunked. That's right, there is video, but it's only viewable on The Daily Wire. So if you enjoyed this episode, head on over to dailywire.com slash subscribe, gain access to both seasons, plus so much more. Use promo code Debunked for 20% off. You've heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy. But choosing a VPN you trust is just as important. Now... I like to do research on my sponsors. I only recommend brands to my listeners I believe in. I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Here is why. Number one, ExpressVPN does not log your activity online. Lots of cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to advertisers. ExpressVPN doesn't do that. They even developed a technology, Trusted Server, that makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Number two, Speed. ExpressVPN now uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol they engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. I've tried a lot of VPNs in the past. They sometimes slow my connection. But ExpressVPN is always blazing fast. It lets me stream videos in HD quality with no buffering. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart, it's super easy to use. You don't need any technical skills to get it set up. Just fire up the app, tap one button, you're connected. That's it. Even your grandparents could do it. It's not just me saying this. Business Insider, The Verge, a lot of other tech journals write ExpressVPN, the number one VPN on planet Earth. So protect yourself with the VPN I use and trust. Use my link. ExpressVPN.com slash debunked today. Get an extra three months free on a one year package. That's EXPRESSVPN.com slash debunked. Visit ExpressVPN.com slash debunked to learn more. If you are a responsible human being, you need life insurance. And here's the thing. You think you have life insurance through your job. Well, it may not be enough. Most people need up to 10 times more coverage to properly provide for their families. In an unpredictable economy, life insurance can offer peace of mind that anyone who relies on you financially, a child, a parent, even a business partner, will have a financial cushion if something happens to you. Policy Genius is an insurance comparison website that makes it easy to compare quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in one place to find your lowest price. It could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Just head on over to policygenius.com, get personalized quotes in minutes, find the right policy for your needs. Licensed agents at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies. They're on hand throughout the entire process to help you understand your options so you can make decisions with confidence. Policy Genius doesn't add on extra fees. Your personal information is private. Policy Genius does not sell your details to third parties. Policy Genius has thousands of five star reviews across both Google and Trustpilot. And since 2014, Policy Genius has helped over 30 million people shop for insurance. They've placed over $150 billion in coverage. Head on over to policygenius.com right now. Get your free life insurance quotes. See how much you could save. It's really important to understand the Palestinian struggle and the experience living under occupation, displacement, apartheid. Israel has been attacked and attacked and attacked. I'm a firm believer in finding a a two-state solution. The two-state solution has been on the table a number of times. They just want to wipe out Israel. Their negotiating position is you all die. There are four myths generally propagated by the left around the history of Israel and the Palestinians. Myth number one, Israel is historically Muslim territory. This is a pure and absolute lie. Israel is historically Jewish territory. According to the Bible, Joshua entered the land of Israel in 1400 BCE. The kingdom of David was founded around 1000 BCE. The first temple of Solomon was built in approximately 957 BCE. By the time we hit the second temple, we no longer have to rely purely on biblical records. The second temple was built in approximately 515 BCE. The Hasmonean dynasty was founded in 166 BCE. Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 BCE. The Jews exiled from Israel in 136 CE after the defeat of the Bar Kokhba revolt. The Romans, in an attempt to shame the Jews, renamed the area Palestine as an insult. Even during the exile, there was a continuous Jewish presence in the land. Islam was not founded until the 7th century. Arab rule began in 636 CE. No independent Arab state ever existed in the area known as Palestine. For more than 2,000 years, Israel was first and foremost the land of the Hebrews. Myth number two, Israel is the cause of the failure of land partition in the Middle East. In 1917, Lord Allenby conquered the Holy Land, and the Jews were promised a national home in Palestine by the Earl of Balfour, a policy endorsed by Woodrow Wilson and by the League of Nations, which made Palestine a British mandate. In 1917, the British promised the Jews the entire area of Palestine, at that time, Israel and Transjordan. In 1920, the Arabs began pogroms against Jews in Jerusalem as a sign of anger at the British mandate in Palestine. In 1922, The British government announced in a white paper that the Trans-Jordan area, 70% of the total area of Palestine, would be sliced off and made an Arab state. This would become Jordan. In 1937, the Peel Commission recommended a rump state for the Jews in which the British would retain control over Jaffa and Jerusalem. The Arabs would get the entire Negev Desert and nearly the entirety of Judea and Samaria, and the Jews would get a tiny swath of territory along the coast, including Tel Aviv and Haifa. In 1939, due to Arab pressure, the British restricted Jewish immigration to Palestine just as the Nazis began World War II and just before the Holocaust. Nonetheless, the Jews sided with the Brits, the Arabs sided with Hitler. The Grand Mufti of Jerusalem, Amin al-Husseini, even met with Hitler and suggested to Hitler that the final solution be extended to Jews in the Middle East. October 1947, two shiploads of Jewish refugees from Europe attempt to land in Palestine only to be turned away by the British and shipped to internment on Cyprus. In 1948, the British mandate ended. Israel declared its independence. David Ben-Gurion read the proclamation of independence to 13 other members of the Israel Provisional National Council. Israel had taken its place among the nations of the world. In 1964, with the Arabs still in full control of both the Gaza Strip and the so-called West Bank, the Palestine Liberation Organization was founded, calling for the wholesale destruction of Israel. One of the most extreme anti-Israeli politicians in the Arab world, Ahmed El Shoukhev, the leader of the Palestine Liberation Organization. As the spokesman for one million Palestine refugees, he's fanned the flames of hatred for Israel with unflagging energy. In 1967, the Arab League announced the three no's. No peace, no recognition, no negotiations. In 1973, the Arabs launched yet another all-out war on Yom Kippur. Today we've seen some of the most intensive Syrian shelling of the war here on the Golden Heights since the war began five days ago. Israel survived. In 1979, Israel gave the Sinai back to Egypt in return for peace. In 1993, Israel agreed to the Oslo Accord, which promised a step-by-step process to establish a Palestinian state. Palestinians, we say to you today... In a loud and a clear voice, enough of blood and tears. Enough! In 1998, Israel conceded more territory to the Palestinian Authority under the prime ministership of Benjamin Netanyahu. For the first time since the signing of the Oslo Accords, we will see concrete and verifiable commitments carried out. Our Palestinian partners will join us in fighting terrorism. In 2000, Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak offered Yasser Arafat 91% control over the West Bank in contiguous territory and an Israeli security presence along 15% of the border with Jordan. Arafat instead began the Second Intifada. Palestinian leaders warned the election of Ariel Sharon would bring an escalation in violence. They're not going to let him bring security to Israel. The Intifada is going to intensify. We have to brook The Israeli and Sharon theory of security. Mr. Sharon repeated his pledge that unlike Mr. Barak, he'll never share Jerusalem. I will watch over Jerusalem, united and undivided, with Temple Mount as its center, the most sacred place for the Jewish people. In 2005, Israel unilaterally withdrew from the Gaza Strip, handing it over to the Palestinians. Hamas immediately took it over and began using it as a base for terrorist activity. That continues until this day. The sheer volume of uh, of ordnance flying overhead a few minutes ago. Israel's missile defense systems lighting up the sky as they try to intercept incoming Hamas rockets. In 2008, Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Olmert offered even more than Barak did in terms of territory, with some land swaps to maintain Jewish-populated areas in exchange for some Israeli territory. I came here today to extend a hand in peace. Omert even offered to relinquish Israeli sovereignty at the Temple Mount, the holiest site in Judaism, and the entire Old City of Jerusalem to a five-member non-sovereign international trusteeship. Palestinian Authority head Mahmoud Abbas walked away without even a counteroffer. Israel has accepted virtually every deal ever offered to it, and the Palestinians have rejected every single deal ever offered to them without exception. Myth number three. Israel expelled all Palestinian Arabs from British Mandate Palestine. This, again, is a lie. Israel's founding documents asked Arabs to stay. Israel's Declaration of Independence in the middle of an ongoing war with the Arab nations reads, we appeal in the very midst of the onslaught launched against us now for months to the Arab inhabitants of the state of Israel to preserve peace and participate in the upbuilding of the state on the basis of full and equal citizenship and due representation in all its provisional and permanent institutions. Debate has raged for decades over how many Arabs left the nascent state of Israel thanks to expulsion, and how many left because they were told to leave by their leaders. An estimated 250,000 to 300,000 refugees left before their homes were even in a war zone. We didn't compel them to leave. They left on their own will, or rather on the will of Arab leaders who advised them even before trouble started. The collapse of Arab society during the 1947-1948 war, leaving many Arabs without a means of support, has been well documented. Israel will do everything in its power to help the resettlement of these refugees by paying compensation and by other means. In any case, hundreds of thousands of these refugees ended up in the West Bank and Gaza, which remained Arab territory until 1967. Furthermore, Arab nations refused to take in hundreds of thousands of Arabs, turning their co-religionists into refugees who have maintained that status for literally decades, a situation unparalleled in human history. 62% of such refugees live outside the West Bank and Gaza Strip, according to the UNRWA. They're Palestinian refugees in Lebanon, in Kuwait, in Tunisia, in Jordan. Meanwhile, Israel took in over 800,000 Jews expelled from Arab lands between 1948 and 1951. The UN has never seen fit to ask any of the Arab and Muslim nations that expelled those Jews to give them anything since that expulsion. Myth number four, Israel is an apartheid state. It is our duty to end the apartheid system that for decades has subjected Palestinians to inhumane treatment and racism. Israel is not an apartheid state. Arab citizens of Israel have the same rights as Jewish citizens. Israel's population is 20% Arab. An Arab party is currently sitting in the Israeli government. An Arab sits on Israel's Supreme Court. The vast majority of Palestinians live under Palestinian rule in the West Bank. There are zero Jews living under Palestinian rule. The only apartheid state is any state of Palestine. The reality when it comes to Israel and the Palestinians is, as it has always been, if Israel gave up its guns, there would be no Israel. If the Palestinians gave up their guns, there would be peace tomorrow. Everyone knows this. Everyone who's telling you differently is lying to you. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Debunked. If you become a member today, you can stay up to speed on all new episodes and view the entire first season available right now. Go to dailywire.com slash subscribe. Use promo code DEBUNKED for 20% off. We'll get to more on this in just one second first. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free